What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. A rough start to the game. The Chicago Bulls pull out a 11-point victory over the Detroit Pistons, a team that beat them earlier in the season by double-digit points as well. This game was led by DeMar DeRozan with five points. I'm sorry, 29 points in this game. Nikola Vucevic following up with 21 points. We're going to talk about it, break it all down, what went into the win, and more right after this. You are now tuned in to Chicago Bulls Central. What's going on, Bulls fans? I'm glad to be back uh, to talk about a Bulls dub. This was a game in which the bench did a lot of the heavy lifting in this game. When you look from Andre Drummond, 11 points. 13 rebounds and only 15 minutes worth of work. Io DeSumo as well, stepping in, playing more minutes with uh, with Alice Caruso being out. He scores 13 points, has the highest plus minus on the team with plus 19. He goes 6-7 from the field, chipping in 13 points, uh, three assists, four steals as well. And that's really the story of the game. We're going to talk about the starters as well. But the Chicago Bulls specifically, with their points off turnovers in this game, really making the difference in this game big time for the Chicago Bulls. They lost the rebound battle by nine that's 40 to 49 but then when you look at the turnover battle the chicago bulls limited themselves to only six turnovers in this game compared to 16 for the detroit pistons the bulls had 25 points off turnover to the Detroit Pistons, only nine points off turnovers. That was a big thing for the Chicago Bulls. And we look at points in the paint, 52 points in the paint for the Chicago Bulls to 46 for the Detroit Pistons. We did lose a second chance battle in this one. We won the fast break battle as well with 16 points. And this was a, a game really of two halves for the Bulls. The Bulls shooting the ball overall 48% um, from the field in this game overall and 36% from three-point range. But when you look at specifically the second half of this game, the Bulls shot almost 60 percent from the field in the in the second half of this game and that was the major difference in this game the Bulls shooting 59 percent from uh the field whereas the Detroit Pistons in the second half shot 47 percent the Bulls also shot 41 percent from three going five of 12 from the three-point line in the second half of this game and like I said tell it two halves for the Chicago Bulls team they lost the first quarter 31 and 22 came back uh, won the fourth quarter 35 to 27 and the second quarter 33 to 19. They lost that third quarter uh, 31 to 29. So not much of a discrepancy there, but good to see the Bulls be able to come back in the second half and just perform much better in the second half than what they did in the first half of this game. DeMar DeRozan was DeMarvelous yet again. We really haven't seen much of DeMar really kind of putting the team on his back as he did in the second half of this game. Um, and it was a balanced attack. Zach Levine also had a big third quarter as well. Uh, he goes three or six from the field for six points, but uh, Kobe White having eight points in the third quarter uh, overall. But when you look at the, the, the point breakdown for the Bulls, uh, DeMar DeRozan with 29 points. Nikola Vucevic with 21 points, 12 rebounds, 4 assists, 2 steals from uh, Nikola Vucevic. Also, DeMar DeRozan chipped in 4 blocks in this game. 
I don't know when's the last time you saw that number of blocks from DeMar DeRozan. Zach Levine goes 6-14 from the field, 6-6 six six from the free throw line. He chips in 19 points, three rebounds, two assists, one steal. Kobe White continually improving his play as well. Seven assists from him as the starting point guard, one steal, and 16 points. This is a game that every starter in this game had a positive plus minus. was the first time in a while that that's happened for the Chicago Bulls as well. And so, listen, again, tell it to ask for the Bulls. Love the way the Bulls came in and executed in the second half of this game. Uh, It was something that we haven't really seen a lot from this team, uh, as well as winning the third quarter. We haven't really won a lot of third quarters in this uh, on the season so far. The Bulls now move to four and six, two games below 500. They go out to Milwaukee tomorrow. Then they come back with two games against the, uh, I think it's the Orlando Magic, then two games against the Miami Heat. Uh, one of the two of those, you, I may be having that flip-flop. But um, so, listen, the Bulls still have a lot of uh, a lot of games at home. They're going to be tough games as well. Uh, the game against Milwaukee, that's going to be, you know, a big game for the Bulls as well. Come back, two games against Orlando, two games against uh, the Miami Heat to end the week on Saturday and to begin the week also uh, on Monday against the Miami Heat. So, listen, the Bulls, over the next five games, we could be talking about a Bulls team that is at 500, depending on how they're able to handle specifically the games they have at home. So, you know, we'll see what that ends up actually being for the Chicago Bulls. But at least so far in this game tonight, Love the way the Bulls played. Love the way that they executed. Love the way that they pulled out a tough victory as well um, against a team that beat them earlier. And really, uh, towards the end of that game, it, the, the, it wasn't really a question who was going to win that game. We haven't really seen that a lot from the Bulls either. I'm going to start off with the Super Chats we got so far. This first one's from the General Brandon L. Jett. Uh, thank you for supporting the channel, my brother. He says, keys to the game. DeMar with four blocks. Iowa four steals. Drummond Vooch with double doubles. DeMar said, I'm not washed up yet with 29 points and control the tempo. Great point from Brandon L. Jett on that. We got Bathor Payne says, uh, uh, we, we might mess around and be 500 soon by 2024. Shout out to Bathor Payne on that one. Thank you guys for supporting the channel as well. But let's go ahead and get into the other comments in the building today. Alex Larez in the building says, great team win, but Zach looked lost on defense per usual. It shouldn't really be a surprise. Shouldn't really be a surprise with that. Um, Length as well really bothers Zach Levine. Uh, You know, shout out to that. But uh, it is what it is there. Spike Boy 195 says, we got the win. That's all that matters, right? Especially at this point in the season. Don't know if this is a thing. Io and Drum playing well together. Listen, the bench unit in general, is really finding a nice, nice rhythm is that Chicago Bulls bench unit. So it was really good to see Io step in, get more minutes with uh, with Alice Caruso out, and thrive in those minutes. Listen, Io DeSumo is quietly putting together a really solid bench season for the Chicago Bulls and reminding everyone what his strengths are in this league, right? I know a lot of people are ready to count Io DeSumo out after he, you know, had the had the you know the the not really good stint being the starting point guard to start off last season, but he come into this season he's shooting the ball well, forty six percent overall from the field. That's going to go up after this game as well, and he's shooting the ball fifty percent from three point range. So you know Ayo is really rounding out nicely and understanding what his role is on the Chicago Bulls bench unit, and I really like seeing that from him. Uh, Shea in the building says, "I think Demar Derozan's career high in blocks. I wouldn't be surprised if that's the case. Four blocks." From somebody who played started off their career playing two guard, that that's a lot of blocks, man. Uh, Patch says this is playmaking tomorrow. We talked about getting, and it's going well so far. When you get DeMar playing like this, right, um, and getting in rhythm, uh, that's a big thing for DeMar. So, you know, only one assist from DeMar on the night, so that that's that's what it is with there. But we needed his scoring tonight, and so he stepped in and gave us that for sure. 
Shay says, wow, we actually shut down Cunningham. I, I told you in the pregame show, Shay, that we had the defenders to throw at Cunningham. And, and here's the thing. I think people forgot as, uh, forget as well. Their rookie years, Io DeSumo gave Kay Cunningham the business. So, listen, don't be too surprised on that one. So we'll see what, what, what comes of that. We got Melvin in the building. He says, I was concerned with Billy Donovan, as usual, takes out the hot hand, hot man early when Drummond was cooking in the fourth. But thank God Vooch stepped up that fourth quarter. But Billy has to stop doing that. Well, listen, if it works, it works, right? And uh, Vooch stepped in and did extremely well as, uh, in this game. So love to see that one. OTR says, beep, beep. Don't even know what that means. I don't know who you're telling to pull over the Jeep, but hey, it is what it is. Pat the designer said it earlier today. Patrick Williams attacking the basket is what we need to see, even if he doesn't make the shot. Yeah. Uh, you want to see Patrick Williams be aggressive, right? Overall, you want to see Patrick Williams be aggressive. And if Patrick Williams is being aggressive, you think that that mindset is going to improve. And if that does, he's going to start getting better and, and, and shots and playing well. And so, you know, in this game, he didn't really do a, a whole hell of a lot that showed up on the stat sheet, but I did like the energy he played with as well in this game. Uh, one still one block from him, only four points. But again, you kind of got to watch the game as well to kind of really understand how well Patrick Williams played with the energy and, uh, you know, getting trying to get to the rim. He got to the rim a couple of times, wasn't able to convert, but like to see that from Patrick Williams. DeMar getting four blocks is amazing for, for uh, my agenda pushing. What agenda are you pushing, Deep Hole World? What agenda, bro? Let us know. Uh, you have to give Nikola Vucevic a lot of credit tonight on the defensive end. Vooch stepped up much better in the second half overall. Like, when you look at the first half for Nikola Vucevic in this game, he was three of nine from the field. He only scored seven points. He did have nine rebounds, right, two assists. But then when you look in the second half of this game for Nikola Vucevic, Vuce uh, went five of eight from the field, two of four from three-point range. He chipped in three rebounds, two assists, and one steal, and one block shot as well in the second half of this game, scoring 14 points. So, yeah, Nikola Vucevic, as much with the team, played a much better second half in this game um, than first half, and it was good to see Vooch really, uh, you know, come out of that as well. And the team be able to identify and get him the ball too. Robert says two of three played really well. Zach was good enough this game. Io, great game off the bench. Yep, absolutely. Uh, shitty says, uh, shitty, not shitty. There you go. DeMar having four blocks is insane. Yeah, it's really crazy. Really crazy from DeMar, so. Let's see what else we got. Abdallah says, uh, Zach can't shoot a ball anymore. Doesn't attack the rim. He's dog shit. No, that's not true. Zach can shoot the ball. He's had pretty good nights of shooting. But overall, we're seeing lack of shooting from the team overall so far. Zach is still doing some other things. A player that, that you know, scored 19 points in the game and hit some big shots as well and got to the free throw line six times isn't dog shit. He's also averaging 22 points per game on 42% shooting. He is 14th in the league, I think, in something in, in in true shooting percentage right now. I may be wrong on that. We may have dropped down some, but Zach Levine is playing okay. Not not to the level of his contract, but he's definitely not dog shit as, at all either. Um, like I said in the pregame, we needed to play with a dog mentality and offensive consistency, and they secured the win. Let's see red. Listen, I I this team played really so much better. So much better in the second half of this game. Uh, Debo says, I think we can beat Miami twice. Listen, I think we can beat Orlando and Miami twice, but it comes down to execution, right? Especially when you face two teams in back-to-back -back games, right? Not They're not on back-to-back -back nights. Um, with the Miami Heat, you have a coach like Eric Spolster who's really going to come in into that second game, win or lose, with a much uh, better uh, plan, and you, and you trust them to improve that. So you got to look out for that, um, especially so. You know, we'll see. Uh, but the Miami Heat aren't like this unbeatable team at all. Um, and I think the Bulls can compete well with them. 
And the Orlando uh, Magic, we already know that's a team that's given the Bulls some trouble, some fits over the last few years. Uh, Wendell Carter is going to be out in those games. I believe he's already ruled out. He won't be returning. So we'll see what's going to happen. Albert Delgado says, like your threads. Hey, Sharp, appreciate that. Listen, I try, I try to try to do what I can do when I can do it. Um, Hayes, how many games do they need to win on this home stretch to hit 500? Well, 500 means you've won and lost the same amount of games. So the Bulls right now are two games below 500. Um, they have uh, one game out against the Milwaukee Bucks. They got four games in a row at home at that. So let's just say they lose against the Milwaukee Bucks. That will put the Bulls at, <clears throat> what's the record right now? It's four and six that the Bulls are right now. So that will put the Bulls at four and seven, meaning that they would have to win they, there's no way to finish right at 500 with an odd number of games, but the Bulls would have to win at least three of those next four to be close to 500. So let's hope that they can do that, if not win more than that. So Chris Carvinio says, yo, Io has been sneaky good this season. Yeah, he has. Io and some players just thrive off the bench, and I think Io's able to do the things that are the strengths for his game coming off the bench. And he doesn't have to try to fit in a role of being the point guard. He's just out there being a guard and he's playing a lot all on the wing too. And so when he's playing with that unit, that also is a really good defensive unit moves the ball around. Uh, he's able to do more things to his, uh, to his strengths and get downhill. Those are definitely things with that. So uh good job to secure the dub in that last stretch. We've been struggling with that. Exactly. Exactly. The Bulls team ha has absolutely been struggling to, to keep, and hold on the lead. So it was good to see them being able to do that after they went down to early deficit, but they fought back and held on to it. Man, Hayes, Bulls, Fitch are unmatched. Keep doing your thing, man. OG Rick from Cali. Glad to see you in the building, Rick. We appreciate you, brother. Uh, Vincius says, uh, good to see P. Will's aggressiveness tonight also. Yes, definitely good to see P. Will be aggressive. You would hope that, you know, with aggression, eventually those shots are going to start falling for him. Doesn't necessarily guarantee it, but at least that's what you hope, right? You want to see him definitely play um keep playing with that aggression level so um kevin knox yes kevin knox is definitely kevin knox can shoot the ball so um blow this shit up <laughs> keep the vooch barber though that is hilarious listen i know that a lot of people saying that i don't think a blow up's coming i uh, can't believe how wrong i was about paul shaking my damn head i mean listen Let's not count it out quite yet, right? We'll see. He's going to get another contract here. We'll see what that ends up turning into. Uh, beep beep is what Stacey King says when the Bulls win. Oh, that's that's funny. It's corny, though. Um, let's see. Christopher says, still not satisfied. We need to beat the Bucks tomorrow. You shouldn't be satisfied. The team is still below 500, right? There's nothing to be satisfied as far as overall in the season. You can definitely take away positives from this win, but that doesn't change everything that we've seen this season and the concerns that we've seen from this team, right? We, we need to see it sustained and see what they do with it over a long period of time. Young Black Wall Street says, whoever said DeMar DeRozan and Zach Levine is a problem, something's wrong with you. These two guys are the heart and soul of the Chicago Bulls. Bow down to one to one that's greater than down uh, payback time. Well, listen, the person that said that, it's, I get what they were trying to get at. I don't think they said it as eloquently as maybe that everyone will understand it, but I get what they were getting at on that voicemail. But yeah, they're definitely not, not the problem overall. Now they're fit together. Maybe a huge part of the problem, but you know, we'll talk about that another day. Uh, uh, Chef Keys uh, C says, Hayes, why can't every game be like this? You know, playing a team, missing three or four rotational players. <laughs> hey, listen, if we can only get so lucky, but here's what I'll say. Like, I'm not one of those people 
but I want to see the Bulls just keep playing easy games, right? I'm not that. I want to see us tested. And so we got a huge test against the Milwaukee Bucks tomorrow. Let's see what the Bulls can do. DMG says, it's crazy how people really gave up on Io when he was going through his sophomore slump. Now Io looking like a really solid player. Listen, Io DeSumo was a player that was forced into a position that wasn't necessarily the best position for him, and especially not in that starting lineup. Io is not a true point guard, but he can do some point guard things. But what Io now is like, he's just playing the game to his strengths, and he also understands how he can impact the game, and he's able to do that a lot more at this position that he's playing now. Melvin says, not sure if it's just one game, but if Kevin Knox will eventually be waived, I would consider him a Ross spot for the time being. Or maybe it's just the Bulls. He goes off in just one of those games. Listen, you know the Bulls do give up big nights against role players. That's part of our culture here lately. So, uh, I'm, I'm, listen, I'm not worried about signing Kevin Knox right now. I'm worried about this team, this team improving what they need to improve on. I'll say it again. DeMar and Zach are second options on the championship team. We have to understand it. Yeah, I think everybody understands that. But we do know as well that the Bulls aren't a championship team. They're not even sniffing being a championship team. So I really don't understand what you get by pointing that out. We all know that, right? I don't know if it's really going to matter against the Bucks, but I'm thankful it didn't go into OT. Hey, I mean, I can understand where you're coming from on that. You want as fresh legs as possible, right? Facing against the Milwaukee Bucks. Am I the only one thinking Zach played bad tonight? He didn't play great, but he didn't play terrible either. Like, let's be clear that he didn't play absolute. We've seen much worse games from Zach Levine. Hey, Hayes, I didn't get to watch this game due to the family issues. How we do. I right, listen, keep watching the live stream. That's what we're here for. They did. They did pretty damn good. If the starters can stay even oh, slightly above the other team, then our bench should be able to come in and give us a double digit lead because they usually they usually climbing us out of a hole. I mean, listen, and that goes back to kind of the things that we've pointed out in the last couple of daily episodes is that this core just ain't working again. It isn't. It just it just is not working together. So, you know, to, to the level, I'm going to say this, to the level that we needed to to be able to, to do more than what we've been doing. So we'll see. Let's talk about how Kobe is becoming a better playmaker. Well, we started seeing that last season for Kobe, right? Kobe started growing in that last season. His his decision-making on passes, um, his passing ability overall, right? Those things were getting better last year. And now we're starting to see it slowly get even, even better now. And that's why, you know, for the people that were ready to jump down Kobe's white's throat and say, hey, let's get him out of there. Let's start a different player at point guard. You got to realize he's adapting to a completely different role than what he's had had prior. But so far for the month of November, Kobe White's averaging right now 13 points per game on 43% shooting, 31% shooting from three. We need that to tighten up. He's averaging five assists, 3.2 rebounds, one and a half steals per game, and only fouling once per game as well with two turnovers. Kobe White is is starting to figure it out. And that's why you're not going to see Billy Donovan pull him because Unlike Patrick Williams, who was kind of passive at times, passiveness isn't ever Kobe's problem. It's it's sometimes the decision-making and it's inconsistency. But you, you're not going to get a player to be inconsistent if you keep changing their role just when they hit a roll, a roadblock, right? You want Kobe to kind of learn to adapt to that, and that's what we're starting to see from Kobe White as well. Io's new contract looking pretty good right now. Oh, Io and Kobe's contract are looking like steals right now. Zach Levine put up 51 points the first game against the Detroit Pistons. Whoever's talking crazy about my guy, shut up. Hey, that's funny. That's funny. Uh, let's see. Got to beat Orlando simply because I don't want to hear those fans' mouth. Vooch worst season, uh, still better than Wendell's best. Let's let that trade go. I, I always say with this, the, the problem in the Vooch trade isn't the players. I trade Vooch for Wendell Carter all day, every day. 
it was the two first round picks that we gave in that case, right? But you know, that kind of is what it is at this point. So Sydney says, How do you feel they'll play against the Bucks tomorrow? Listen, this is the Chicago Bulls, Sydney. I don't I can't predict that. I hope that they come in and execute, but you never you never know. Uh Ariel says, there's a Uriel, like the angel, uh, says Billy is doing a lot better with the rotations thus far. Loving the Pat Craig combo at the four. Yeah, they're bringing similar but different things right at the same time. Like you understand how they're working, how they're working together uh, at that four position. The Lob Mob says when we have to keep hoping for the Bulls to play with dog mentality tells you they don't really have it. You never had to demand this from Heinrich Dang, Noah Rose. Yeah, I mean, we've, we've established that. That is they definitely don't have the mentality of those type of teams. Jose Sanchez says, hey, Hayes, what's good? Much love all the way from PR. Listen, do you think that the starting point guard position is hurting Kobe? He seems to be putting too much pressure on himself and is hurting his performance. I don't know where you're getting that. I think Kobe White is performing well. Like, he's going to go through growing pains, but they're called growing pains for a reason. We can't look to pull a player from the starting lineup just because they, they face some adversity. You want them to learn to go through that adversity. So, no. I think that Kobe White just saying that starting point guard position, even though coming into the season, I wanted Javon Carter to be the starting point guard, but he, you bet on him as your starter. He deserves to hold on to that starting position until he either plays terribly, but he's, he's, he's progressing. Kobe White is progressing. It, there's no question about that. And so if he comes out on the other side of that, then, you, then, then it's worth going through those growing pains for sure. Bathor Payne says, Zach absolutely should not hold the ball unless he's attacking or shooting. Anything longer than a couple of seconds, he's prone to do dumb shit. Hey, I have no arguments there for you, brother. None. None. Zach Levine is, yeah, it's the Zach, the Zach Levine special. That's all, that's all we can, that's all we can say on that one. Uh, let's see what else we got. Stacy King said, you could have gotten Kevin Knox for a bag of Doritos. It probably would have been worth it. Yeah, listen, that line when, when Stacey King said that, that, that was hilarious. Malcolm Cherry says, Zach played great defense on, on Cade. Kobe played well as a playmaker tonight. Vuk's active on defense. DeMar sees Alex coming. Hope the defense travels. Let's hope so, man. Let's hope so. Hopefully, Alex Cruz also plays tomorrow night because we're really going to need him. Really going to need him. Bathor Payne back says, if DeMar uh, stops stepping into threes, he'll be better. He lacks the footwork and anticipation. I don't know if you're going to get him to stop stepping into those threes, though, but I'm, I'm glad that he's taking them. Um, I'll say this right now. Javon came from the Bucks, and I bet he know what their game plan is, but my main concern is Dame if he start lighting up from three, unless Zach goes off. Well, best believe they have a new coach with the Bucks, and they got a new starting point guard, so I don't think things are going to be the same. Keep in mind, they changed their coach. And they changed a, a lot with that team. So I don't think he's going to know the game plan. I don't think so. Do you know if Caruso will be back tomorrow? They It was a game time decision today. You think they already made that decision for tomorrow? They haven't yet, Zachary. They haven't. But, you know, we'll be here to break it down, man. Bucks been bad at defense, but they lost two games. Giannis is going to come out tomorrow to come out to win. Let's see how our defense stack up against Dame and Giannis. Yeah, listen, it's going to be a tough one for the Bulls. They are going to have to absolutely lock it up. Absolutely lock it up. Cache Taylor, Miss Red's in the building, says DeRozan. What's going on, Miss Taylor? Glad to have you in the building as always when you grace us with your lovely presence. 
Um, Kobe has improved so much as a ball handler. He's done a great job at embracing his new role. He's a guy who I hope to keep for the foreseeable future as he improves every year on something. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Remember, Grayson Allen is no longer on the Milwaukee Bucks. Experience the thrill of March Madness. If you're still out on the hunt for a sports book to call home, bet the nonstop action of March Madness with my bookie. Enter the bracket contest for a chance to take home prizes up to $25,000 or pick from a huge selection of straight bets, props, and odds boosts. Whatever your style, my bookie makes it easy to play your way and get paid. Sign up now and take advantage of our generous welcome offer to score a massive first deposit bonus up to $1,000. All you have to do is claim the code Bull Central, but the fun doesn't stop there. Get up to the minute odds, free bets, and expert predictions to help you decide who to put your money on. The best part about my bookie, you can bet on anything, anytime, from anywhere. Use the promo code Bull Central to secure your limited time welcome bonus today. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today either i don't know if that's what you're bringing up grayson allen for but hey dmg in the building says i'm starting to like kobe as a starter but would like to see javon get more minutes with the mid three like you said yeah like i said i don't think we saw it in this game we still have yet to see the, a lineup of javon carter and tory craig with the mid three on the court all at the same time but you know it is what it is there um but yeah let's let's hope that that uh, listen at the end of the day, when if things are going to start working for the Bulls, you want to you want to double down on what's working, and so let let's see how it continues to evolve. And I'm sure Billy Donovan has a, a methodology behind his rotations, but you know we'll see what happens with that. We'll see what happens with it. By the way, everybody, make sure you guys, if you're not subscribed, a lot of a lot of people think they're subscribed because I drop so much content and they always see me in their feed. But hit that subscribe button. We're trying to get to twenty thousand subscribers by the end of the season. So we got a little over 5,000 subscribers left to go. Make sure you guys hit that subscribe button. We appreciate you. Um, but let's see what else we got. There's no guarantee Dame's playing yet. That's for sure as well on that one. Um, you, Yo, I keep seeing everyone say IO thirsty. He's not thirsty. He's playing the game and bringing the dog mentality. Who said that IO was thirsty? I've, I haven't seen that at all, Edwin. Like, I'm sorry that you're seeing that for people, but luckily... I guess God's blocking me because I haven't seen that at all because I definitely would cook somebody. Hearing mid three sounds goofy, but makes too much sense. I, I just say the core three, but, you know, mid three, that's definitely something. Uh, let's see. Why not try to put both people and Craig together and lease the front court dogs? We have. We, we've seen we've seen minutes of them together out there on the court together. We've seen that. That's not that's not anything. You got to go back to the games. I think we even saw some in this game. Yeah, we saw it in the third quarter in this game. So. You see Craig and, and P. Will be out there together a little stretches each game. So got it off. <laughs> be my bad, bro. Comments in here, my bad. Oh, you good, bro. You good. You good. So got it off BR. That's funny. Uh, 268 watching, 68 likes. Hit the like button. Hit the goddamn button. I got to get that sound clip on the soundboard, by the way.
Casper uh, Caper in the building says they be drinking them Gatorade on the bench. So, yeah, probably thirst. That's hilarious. Kobe uh, makes a couple nasty highlights every game. Could be handled. Step backs, fadeaways, though. Finishes dimes, steals, charges. He's special to watch. Uh, league will have uh, no choice but to take notice this year. Listen, Kobe White is improving. That's why I was even in the comment section with somebody. I think his name was Corey. Today, like, he was like, oh, well, Kobe White's terrible. I'm like, have you actually watched basketball? Like, in the last year for Kobe White, Kobe White's improved dramatically, right? Um, hey, Hayes, I remember when you first started this from a, just a few hundred to where you are now. I commend you, bro. Keep the content coming. Congratulations on the compliments. Jose, I really appreciate you, bro. I, I really appreciate you. Now, Mark, first of all, it's bad enough that you changed your username and removed your picture because you used to get cooked. Like, come on, man. Like, you're not fooling nobody. Just chill. Just chill, bro. I'm trying not to cook people this year. Asar Thompson had 16 rebounds. P. Will had donuts. Listen, I wish, I wish that Asar, Asar Thompson, uh, well, that Patrick Williams had the, the mindset of Thompson. Because look at the size that P. Will has. With the mindset and mentality that uh, Thompson has, you're talking about a double-double every night. Like, Thompson is, I'll say this, like, he's a defensive dog. On top of that, he just understands everything, like, uh, the scoring, I think, is going to come around for him as well. When I scouted Thompson, uh, both the Thompson twins, I was kind of low on, like, their overall ceiling as far as offensively. But I tell you what, I'm looking at uh, Asur now, and I'm saying, hey, bro, this guy is going to have it. Like, a two-way player. I'm not going to say he's going to be, like, a 20-point-per-game scorer or anything like that, but this guy definitely is going to be a solid two-way player because even with his offensive uh, offensive limitations, he still does not back down. Not back down. Uh, you know what, bro? Iowa reminds me of uh, what I said Jimmy would be if he'd attack more. Not saying he's Jimmy. No question. Just saying he's strong and athletic for a size. Definitely agree with you on that one. Definitely agree with you on that one. He said this year we're already. I meant this year as in this season, Kishé. The season, <laughs> dude. And for the people that saw, P. Will actually has a very fast top speed that he rarely goes at. Give him the Thompson attitude, and he's a bully. Uh, would, uh, bully ball would be incredible. Listen, I mean, we can keep saying woulda, coulda, shoulda with uh, with him, but it's unfortunate, man. It's unfortunate we don't see that more from him. But, you know, we'll see. Iowa has increased his court speed, but his mental speed of the game has slowed down dramatically. Uh, listen, I don't even know if Iowa's court speed has improved rather than he's just able to do to move more now without the ball because there's other ball handlers with him and he's attacking more. But listen, whether the court speed improved or the situation just improved, Iowa DeSumo is reminding everybody of that potential that we saw his rookie year when people were saying that he had just as much potential with players drafted in the first round of that draft. Iowa DeSumo is in his bag right now. And you love to see it. Definitely love to see it. Hey, Hayes, will you agree we need more size? We're having issues in the rebound department. No, I don't think it's a size issue. I think it's that the Bulls are not, they don't fight for the rebounds like other teams. I don't think, like, of course, if you add size and they're an amazing rebounder, you will. But I, I think what we're seeing is that other teams team rebound. The Chicago Bulls, they we still don't team rebound consistently. I think if we did that, that, that rebound discrepancy would be even less than what we're seeing consistently so far this season. 
Jason Hendricks says the Bulls play a good defense. They need to keep that up. Always when the Bulls play any good defense, they have a good season and more. Well, listen, when the Bulls defense is is, is on point, things things it get it makes uh, on point defense, right? Makes everything easier. It gets you easier buckets. It gets you out in transition. It gets you be uh, able to take advantage of the other team before their defense steps up. And that's why defense is so important, right? So, yeah, for sure. Hope P. Will use Kobe improvements in my Listen, we can keep – at some point, it's just got to be on P. Will to, to, to get on himself, right? We can keep saying all day – Another mentor for people. That's what Tory Craig was supposed to be. DeMar was already a mentor. Like, all this stuff. But at the end of the day, he has to want it. And until he does, it don't matter who else he looks at. He has to want it. How's Io's mental slowdown? Man, that kid is jealous. By slowdown, he means the game slowed down to him, Edwin. He doesn't mean that Io's slow. He means that the game is slowed down for Io, so he's able to... To, to to make quicker decisions because the game's slowing down for him. That's what he means, bro. He doesn't mean it in a negative connotation at all there. Edwin, calm down, brother. Calm down, man. Archangel says, plus P. Will has to do something crazy athletic periodically confusing me further. That leap and spin block tonight. Wow. Listen, Pat is athletic. He just doesn't do it consistently. That's it. He needs to do it consistently more often. Chef Key uh, says, I hate to say it, but um, give Billy D and his gum some credit tonight. They kept drumming in when he was cooking. Listen, you got to give him credit when it's due. So, yeah. Yeah, I definitely agree with that one. Uh, my bad, because I was like, whoa, my bad fam. I like that kid. Oh, I feel you. I feel you. I feel you. I just understood what he meant on that one, man. Any chance we see Phillips in the G League? I kind of I answered that question. I don't know if you got to see it. I saw you leave a comment on that video. Um, I don't know. I, like, I would hope so. They're not using him at the NBA level. Get him in the G League to get him some rep in, reps in at the bare minimum, right? Is it what you would hope? Um, so let, let's hope that that's the case. We'll end up seeing, man. We'll see. What do you think of Debo and Drummond combo? I feel like when they play on the floor together, we're always productive. Yeah, I think it is. It's it's what what have I been saying to you guys for a while? Vooch and Demar like starting their offense from the same position, right? Vooch likes to start his offense from the elbow on a post and dive, right? Those type of things. Demar likes to get his offense from that same elbow, pump fake, get his shot. So when you have a player like Drummond that's absolutely fine playing closer to the rim and giving that space to DeMar, and then if DeMar does miss it, gets that rebound, it builds in a nice chemistry there for sure. So, Oh, yeah. Not only when the Bulls fans wanted James Harden, let me remind, I'll never forget there were Bulls fans who wanted Jordan Poole for Zach Levine and Cat for Vooch. Two of those guys uh, have been worse. Listen, Bulls fans always want something different. And then they would be the same ones that complain when they get that and then talk about how shitty the team is. It just is what it is. Joey Douchebag says, I love that name. Uh, the Bulls signed Tory Craig and he shrinks to 6'5". No, he hasn't shrunk to 6'5". Tory Craig's been out there playing playing well in his role. Like, his role is not to score. What did he have, like seven rebounds today? Tory Craig has been playing fine. You got to actually watch the game and not the stat sheet because Tory Craig helps the Bulls a lot. Like I said, he generates three extra possessions for the Chicago Bulls a game. On average is what he's generating. That's in the top 10th percentile of the league. 
He's doing those type of things. Yeah, Torrey Craig actually had 10 rebounds today, seven of those being defensive rebounds, one assist, one steal. Yes, he didn't shoot the ball well, but his defense, the rebounding, he's bringing a lot. So I don't know where you get that he's shrinking from. Uh, when the Bulls play that good defense, the Bulls opponents don't like it, and they get upset, so the Bulls have to mentally focus and play a good defense and team ball. Well, listen, I don't know if they get upset. I just think that it makes it difficult. That's what defense does. Uh, yeah, bro, you have uh, any footage on Phillips or Batim? Hell, even Sanago. I really like Sanago for his size. Uh, he may be a little weapon if one big go down. Which, uh, but so... I, I released the first G League video today, so I did have highlights, or I talked about all of them. Phillips, uh, Phillips hasn't played down in the G League yet, so there's no footage for him. Um, Batim, I broke down what's going on with his game. Sanago's been one of the standouts, him and Henry, Henry Drell, but go and check out that video. Jet, if you can post a link to the Windy City uh, Bulls video I dropped today in the chat so uh, Edwin can find it, uh, I appreciate you, brother. Uh, honestly, I think wherever Debo signs next, he's probably going to be a six-man or like a leader for the bench unit or can, on a contender. I don't know if I see that from DeMar. Like, I get, where, I get what you're coming at with that. Believe me, I get where you're coming at. I just don't know. I don't know if I see that with DeMar. Hayes literally did a video today on the Windy City Bulls. He po personally shouted out Sanago. Yes, Sanogo. I always say Sanago, but it's two O's. Yeah, listen, Sanogo is using his strength very well down there in the G League, and he's rebounding the ball well. Also, and his timing starting to get together. So, do you think uh, people will satisfy coming off the bench? Ah, uh, I mean, listen, he got to be. I don't care if he's satisfied or not. If you're not satisfied, play better. The bench is better than the bench mob of, oh, no, 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 no. Reginald Short, I don't know if you're a prisoner of the moment. I don't know how old you were with the original bench mob. This team, This team's bench is good. Do not get me wrong. But it's not sniffing the bench mob. There's a reason why they're called the bench mob. So I no, no, I can't say on that one. Hayes, I really can't understand why I always get cussed out by LeBron James fans when I say that LeBron James is not the player that he once was. Father time is undefeated. I don't know why either. People just, I guess, want to be in now. LeBron James is not the same player he was before. He's just not. And that's fine. He's been able to do crazy things in his career. So listen. Kobe's hair is working for him. The fouls on him look way more dramatic. Man, he, there was a time where he was trying to get a foul, and the way that hair was moving, I completely agree with you. Jamal's in the building. says, keep up the good work, Hayes. I'm here late, so you might have already addressed this, but what did we see the lineup that had zero minutes together before today? Carter and Craig with the mid three, or maybe the big three since we won. No, we still have not seen minutes of that team together, so. Uh, I agree. Craig was brought in for his defense rebounding. He's actually doing what P. Will is supposed to be doing, minus the scoring. Yep, completely agree with you on that one. Uh, while I like the energy of Craig and P. Will, they combined for like one of 10 and three for 15 in the last game. Got to be more. No, we don't. We don't need more efficiently from the P power forward position. When, when Keep in mind, the power forward. Let's just look at the power. I just want. I just want to break this down for people who keep saying we need more scoring from the power forward position. In the starting lineup, you got DeMar DeRozan, Nikola Vucevic, Kobe White, and Zach Levine. The power forward position is the fourth option on offense. Then when you look at the bench unit, you got Ayo Javon Carter, Andre Drummond, Alice Caruso when he's healthy. The power forward is still, guess what? The, the fifth option on offense. No, you don't need more than that. Like, you do want them to shoot the ball better. Do not get me wrong on that. But what they are out there to do, defend, rebound, 
play with energy. We need more of that from P. Will. But no, you don't need a, a ton of scoring from the power forward position with the way that this team uses it right now. You just don't. Uh, we may see a starting five of Io, Kobe, Zach, Craig, and Vooch soon. Nah, they're not. Nah, they're not going to do that. You're not going to move Zach Levine to the three. You're not going to do that. That's not permanently. In some lineups, yeah, but no, you're not going to see that starting lineup. Yeah, I agree. It's all in the gum for Billy. That is hilarious. That's hilarious, actually. The bench mob would beat today's starters. Listen, the bench, that bench mob was, it was ridiculous. It honestly was unfair. It was really unfair that we brought that type of unit off the bench that could perform at the level that they did. It's really unfair. It's a rarity in the NBA, man. Rarity. 100% well-spoken, my brother. Yeah, like, like I, I think people look so much at scoring. Everybody scoring, 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 scoring. And it's like, you got to understand what they're out there with, right? And don't get me wrong. I would like to see more scoring from people off the bench. Absolutely. But... It's not necessarily the role, but we, we do want them to hit the open shots better, right? Yeah, you can say that. Uh, did this motherfucker just say the bench is better than the bench mob? <laughs> the bench mob back in the day that nobody wanted to face. Watson Brewer, just to name a few. Uh, yeah, and then don't forget, Todd Gibson was on that bench mob. Uh, uh, Amir Sheik, that 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 one year, that year and a half coming off the bench, like, was dangerous. Like, that bench mob was different. Watson coming off the bench, like, Kyle Corver was on that bench. People forget that. Like that was that was that was a that was a difficult difficult bench to, to get over, man. Bulls bench be taking off. Listen, this Bulls bench, I, and that's the thing. Not to compare them to the bench mob of old, but like this Bulls bench is like they they push the pace. They set the tone defensively so often. They bring that energy. Um, it's really good. Really good. YNG Sports says, man, I miss those Bulls even before that Ben, uh, the Ben Gordon and Kirk era. Yeah, man, the Ben, the Ben Corklow Dang era before Andre Snoshioni era before Derrick Rose came here. That was a fun era as well. Fun era. People forget Dang played the whole game. It was on the bench mob too. Dang wasn't on the bench mob. Dang started on that team. What are you talking about? The OG bench mob was the prime example of, of starring in your role. Absolutely. Absolutely. Really, Amir, shake my head, watch and all this. No, you got to watch. Like, the fact that you even asked, say their names, tells me you didn't watch them play. You're just going off the name. The way that unit played together, no. You can't. There's no debate for that. There's no debate. Uh, the Bulls bench mob consisted of C.J. Watson, Kyle Corver, Ronnie Brewer, Tobbs Gibson, Amir Sheik. <laughs> Dangerous bench unit. That bench unit has such great balance. It was crazy, man. Crazy. Would like to see more uh, pick and roll. By the way, Vooch and Kobe, back to Malone, Stockton days of successful. Um, that's, that's, no, it's not nowhere near Malone, Stockton. But we're like, I've, I've, I've talked about this on a video before. One of the things hurting Kobe White's scoring production is him and DeMar just don't play well on the court together. They just don't. The data's there, backs it up. They just don't. Hopefully we see a change to that as Kobe keeps growing in this role, but yeah.
Thing was the ultimate glue guy. I wish we kept him in Rose. Jimmy plus no, I feel they would have won a ring. We just was a little tune up or a piece away. Well, keep in mind, we almost killed Luau Dang. And at that point, after he left the Bulls, he was never an impact player again. So had we kept him, it wouldn't have done much. Um, but as far as Jimmy Noah Rose, I mean, it's just no noses, uh, noses, Rose's injury really just it hurt that hurt that so much. Samuel says, no, I don't think that that bench mob was better than you didn't see it play. Like you're just going off the names. You got to That's why you can't try to debate something that you didn't actually watch because that people that actually saw that bench unit, they know it's no debate for that. No debate. Can someone explain to me how good Connor Bedard is, kid in NBA terms? Derrick Rose. There you go. Boom. It wasn't that hard. <laughs> it wasn't that hard. Something I like to see uh, more is Billy running that pick and pop with Drum and JC. I mean, we may see it, especially as they start getting into their into their rhythm, things like that. We may start seeing that. People should be getting to the foul line three to five times a night, but his lack of aggression hurts him. Definitely agree with that on that one. Drummond does uh, too much uh, as a starter, but he really might be the best center off the bench this season. Wouldn't be surprised with that one. Wouldn't be surprised with that. Remember when Nate stepped in and was electric? I always wonder why they didn't give him uh, more, why we didn't give him more of shit. More of shit? More, oh, shot. Well, keep in mind, so people forget, the season after Nate Robinson went off, he tore his ACL that offseason. He signed with the Denver Nuggets. I don't know if he ever even played with that team, but he tore his ACL, so that's why. Kurt Heinrich, I think Kurt Thomas was already gone by then. Kurt Thomas was on the team still when Tyrus Thomas was on the team, but I think Kurt Thomas was gone by the bench mob days. Now, we did eventually bring in Brad Miller. Um, no, Brad Miller was right before that bench mob too, I think, I think. The only reason, no, it has nothing to do with coaching. They're just not as good. They're just not as good. They don't fit as seamlessly together. That that bench mob literally covered all each other's flaws, were covered by the player next to them. And so, it, like, like somebody said, it was the sum of the parts. You would never be able to understand by trying to look at the names. You got to go back and watch that era of the Chicago Bulls. That bench mob was different, different. No, you know what? I don't, is the lack of aggression. Uh, he's being over-aggressive reason why he can't get his shot off. Why Why not just use words? Why are we using emojis, Edwin? Why using emojis, bro? To find the right rhythm, but yeah. Outside of physical strengthening, does Phillips really need to go to the G League? I would say to get reps, right? Because he's not playing much on this team. Now, if he was even playing eight minutes a game on this team, I would say no. But to get some reps in, I would say probably look at it. Probably look at it. No, that was the year before, I believe. Let's see when Kurt Thomas was on the team. Give me one second. Let's see. I don't think Kurt Thomas was part of the bench mob. So, Kurt Thomas was on the Chicago Bulls team. No, you're right. 2010 to 2011. I thought he was on the team before then. All right, cool. There you go. You were right, Shay. The 
bench mob knew the Kyle Corver was terrible on defense, so they covered him down on him with Ronnie Brewer and Todd Gibson. Yep, and did it amazingly. Like Todd Gibson could have should have been a starter way before. But all right, guys, we're going to get ready to wrap up the stream. Got to get ready to go do Locked on Bulls. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Make sure you guys hit the subscribe button on your way out. Keep in mind, we're trying to get to 20,000 subscribers. If you think you're subscribed, go and double check as well. Even if you're a YouTube watcher, go and search Chicago Bulls Central on Apple Podcasts and Spotify, depending on where you have. Leave a five-star review for the podcast there. It helps the podcast grow, even if you just watch on the YouTube side. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Make sure you guys are following the show at Bull Central Pod. You can send us any feedback, questions, comments, concerns, bullcentralpod at gmail.com. And then lastly, if you're leaving a text message and our voicemail, or you can't leave a text message and our voicemail for the mailbag, 773-270-2799. We are the number one spot for everything Chicago Bulls related. Thanks to you guys. And like we liked in every episode on. Go Bulls. Love you guys. See red if you can, y'all. Peace. This has been a presentation of the Break Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, Place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today.